Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, eSociety podcast. And this is the anchor edition of eSociety. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We're back. Anchor time. Uh, this episode, um, we've always mentioned we got this huge list. So we're trying to chip away yes. at some of these ideas. The thing is, when we come up with this list and there's so much on here, and then something comes up to us and we throw it on there. <laughs> so the list is just never ending. Uh, but uh, I am on, or we are on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, they have a list. Uh, well, before we get into that, what that list is, we're here to talk about um, video game movies. And then we'll, we'll run through some. Uh, there probably is some that we won't, we didn't, ma- we won't mention, but we're just going down this sure. list. Um, yeah, but yeah. and then we'll out of this list, we're gonna pick uh, which is our personal favorite. So, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, forty-three video game movies ranked worst to best. So we'll, we'll just start off from the top and go down and uh, talk about uh, each of these. Um, this very first one, I I don't even know what this is. I, you might have you might have heard of this game, but the movie is called uh, Alone in the Dark. It came out in 2005. There is a horror movie called Alone in the Dark, and this ain't the one that I saw from the 80s. But uh, this is their number 43. The movie stars uh, Christian Slater, Tara Reid, Stephen Dorff, and Frank C. Turner. It's directed by Huey Bull, I think that is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the oh, synopsis. Uh, Edward Carnby is a private investigator specializing an unexpectable supernatural phenomenon. All right. I'll just read that because it's obviously longer, but alone in the dark, the name, the movie doesn't, I'd never even heard of this movie, but the, the game kind of comes to mind. I'm thinking more of a, uh, a PC game, unless I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Have you heard of a game called this or is this might not even be the name of the video game. Do you know anything about this? I know of the game, but I haven't played it. It's so called- even when this film came out, yeah, it is. That's okay. what it's called. All right. Yeah. So, but yeah, that being said, uh, no on the game, no on the film. So did you actually, did you see this in theaters? No, this, the movie I saw was from the eighties. This. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I misunderstood. I never even heard of this movie okay. um you got straight to video queen uh, tara reed uh when did mr robot start because that seemed to be uh christian slater's comeback that was around 2005 ish oh, 2013 2013 to 2015 okay so this is when his he was taking whatever was handed to him. I mean, nothing against Christian oh, Slater. Yeah, I've, I've always liked uh, a lot of his movies. Stephen Dorff, I love the stuff he's in. Tara Reid. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, nothing against her. I, I don't know the woman, but um, I've never even heard of this film. But it got a 1% on the tomato meter and 11% through the audience score. And the reviews are just... Beware the film that confuses before it even begins. Okay. Uh, I never heard of this one. Now I, I kind of want to see it. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> Sometimes you want to see those those ones at the bottom of the list, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, I always go to to uh, trusty. Uh, if it's not on Shutter, it would probably be on uh, at least Amazon. So let me. Right. Right. Oh this. yeah, Amazon usually has a lot of films like this. Like, you just get into the list and you can't believe some of the stuff that's like what. <laughs> I mean, I love that they do just put the stuff on there for for the prime members, but sure, uh, sure. sometimes uh, you got to pay. And nah, uh, it's on here. It's on. It's free with ads. IMDb TV. Uh, okay. There you, go. Um, there you go. Now I'm gonna have to check it out. Let me see. Alone in the Dark Two. I think that's the one I remember. Unless I'm thinking of something else. Um, I don't see the 80s one on here. I think it was called Alone in the Dark. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I've never played the game and I've never seen it. Never, like I said, never even heard of this film. So you've heard of it, but never played it. Right, right. All right. Well, as far as I remember, it's one of those uh, first person shooters. So, okay. I guess we'll. Uh, uh, I have to dig into that. Let me see. Trying to hold my mic and see what comes up. Maybe if I saw a screen shot it. Well, there's been a ton of them. Uh, right. So I assume it started. No, these are okay. It, it, this goes all the okay. I okay okay. I I'm looking at dreams. Um. Yeah, I assume yeah, that's yeah. where it started. Um, Alone in the Dark is a survival horror game series originally developed by Infro Games. In most of the games, the player controls private investigator Edward Kent Arnby, who goes to investigate a haunted mansion or town that is full of undead creatures. The original story is based on the writings of H.P. Is that Lovecraft? Or I don't know. Is it? Yeah. It says H.P. Um. Okay, I seen this uh, cover of the game. I, I remember. I remember it. I didn't play it. I didn't. Was it only on Dreamcast or was it on everything? No, I think it got around, especially once uh, Dreamcast's time ended. Okay, there's a Game Boy Color one. There's a a Wii version, Xbox 360. Right. Okay, so it did. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it made its rounds. But um, okay, um, I never seen the game. Uh Jeez, the graphics, man. It's amazing from where we were, where we went, and where we're at. <laughs> with, with right, right, games. right. Because, I mean, I'm looking at images right now, and you could see just how it was probably awesome when it came out in 92, but then you flash forward into the, the newer versions, and it looks just amazing. But, hmm. yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, check this uh, this game out uh, and the movie. But. All right, on to number 42. We'll try to get through this list as quick as possible. I think we're going to spend more time on the ones we never heard of. Uh, but this next this right, next right. movie, uh, Mortal Kombat, Annihilation. It got a 2%. Uh, this is the stars of a bunch of people. James Remar, that's the only one I really remember. And Robin Shaw. He was um, well, not Ken and Ryu. That's Street Fighter. What's the? Liu Kang. He was him. Right, uh, right. I didn't really care for the second film. Uh, this one. What did you think of uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Yeah, it was one of those films I only saw the one time. Um, 
after i didn't see it in the theaters i saw it when it came home to blockbuster so it was like one of those movies i rented on vhs uh that being said that's the last time i've seen it so it'd be hard for me to even like recite anything that was going on with the plot but uh i just remember it not being that memorable it wasn't something like i wanted to to own back then i remember that uh i have it because i have the uh the blu-ray edition that has all the movies the uh the two that were in the theater and then there was one that was like straight to vod uh i haven't even seen that one at all but um from what I remember of this, uh, a guy I know is in this. He he goes by the name of Lightfoot. He plays um, what uh, what's the Native American guy? Nightwolf. He plays him in the film. Well, I'm, I, oh, I remember wow. when he told me he was in this movie. I was like, oh, really cool. And I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it when it hit cable or whatever. And he's only in it for like a second. And I was like, oh, oh <laughs> he, they didn't even show a fight or anything. So I was like, oh, weak, but um, he's in the movie and everything. He he was um, he played the the little Indian uh, character in uh, Indian in the Cupboard for those of you or for those okay. he's a hip hop uh, uh, artist as well. Um, check his stuff out. Just Google Lightfoot on uh, YouTube and have at it with all his music. But um, the movie was what it was. It, it didn't it didn't grab me. I mean, it just obviously they were just playing off of the original thinking that the audience was still there. I don't even know how it did in the box office, but a 2%, uh, yeah. But I, I didn't really care for this one. All righty, on to number 41. This is a film that came out in 2003. Uh, I could not wait for this, this movie to come out. Uh, I played the video game many times. They always had them at the theaters or bowling alleys or wherever you played video games at. And this is House of the Dead. Uh, this is directed uh, also... Well, he, uh, directed also yeah, that's funny. Uh, also the guy who directed <laughs> alone of the dark this guy directed uh house of the dead the 2003 version you, i think it's ue bowl um um there was a bunch of people i really didn't know who in this other than clint howard and then there was a, a couple other guys in this but uh a group of unsuspecting teens stumble up, i thought they were older than teens anyway stumble upon to living dead and an old house when the one of them dies this isn't a good synopsis. Basically, that okay, these kids they were going, they were probably in their twenties. Um, there was a rave on this island, so everybody was going to go there to just party and all that. So, but when they get there, they kind of stumble uh, across this old ruin, and there's this um, evil witch doctor looking dude in there, and he's able to bring the dead back, and then it go it gets all crazy. If you played the video game, it was just basically a shoot 'em up zombie uh game which i love i love those type of games um it is kind of a first person thing but the one that i always played uh is when, when you actually have the gun in your hand and you're just shooting at zombies yeah. and everything they try to add those little things in right. into the um into the into into cuts flash cuts of, of the film uh have you seen this one I did play it in the arcade, but I did not see this film. Um, I like it. I mean, I I love this. There's two. There's two films. There's House of the Dead and House of the Dead Two. Um, the second one was more of uh, these guys going, these military guys going into this college because all hell was breaking loose. Kind of really doesn't have really nothing to do with the uh, first film, from what I remember. But uh, I like the movie. It was cheesy and stupid for for what it was. Um. They tried to do the Matrix thing 
Uh, you remember how they use those cameras with, with the uh, the 360 cameras? Yeah, they did. They did. A, right, they right. did a lot of that in this. So, like, if uh, for one scene that comes to mind, there's a person that jumped up uh, and shot. Uh, I think it was a missile or a gun. I don't know what it was, but whatever they shot, it's like they jumped up and it froze, and the camera spun all the way around. Did the Matrix thing, and then as it's fired off. Okay. So, I mean, the movie was what it was. It was goofy and silly, but uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, I've never played any of the the home versions of of this game. Uh, but I played uh, the the regular yeah. stand up arcade yeah, version. Just the arcade. Uh, this is crazy. I couldn't help but look ahead that the next one is the same director again. This guy has a terrible track record. Well, <laughs> you do what you got to do. <laughs> so, uh, I guess uh, so. Um, he has three of the four. Oh, wait, and the next one after that is him too. So one, two, three. He has four of the worst five rated video game movies of all time all right okay we're moving oh my moving God. on to the next one uh, number 40 in the name of the king a dungeon siege tale i remember this but i didn't see it uh this stars um uh jason statham uh lily she's in this lily sobieski now i'm gonna have to see it um yeah. and whoever whoever and ron perlman uh state director that directed the house of the dead you 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 e bull um, I never played the game, but I know the movie, but I've never seen it. Uh, Yui Bull's fantasy adventure film, The Name of uh, name of the King, A Dungeon Seas Tale, stars Jason Statham uh, as farmer, somebody, somebody. I don't know. I wish all the synopsis was all right here instead of me clicking on it. Um, have you played this game or heard of this film? I hadn't played the game, but I did hear I did hear about and I watched the film. I remember hearing about its bad critical uh, reception, but then I was like, "Oh, Jason Statham, usually you know, good whatever is in." So I remember checking out, and yeah, it's got you know that uh, medieval vibe to it, and I didn't think it was like. It's not great, obviously, by any means, but I didn't think it was nearly as bad as its uh, 4% reputation would say it yeah, is. Yeah, 4% and 22% audience score. I'm going to have to see this because other than Jason Statham, I love Lily Sobieski. She's in it, if I'm saying her name right. And uh, what's his name from Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, John Rias Davies. He uh, he also played one of the... Uh, uh, Ron Perlman. Uh, he was in Lord of the Rings. He was one of the dwarfs, I think. And uh, yeah, Hellboy Ron Perlman yep. and Claire Forlani. Uh, I love her in a lot of things. And uh, the Terminator chick from uh, Rise of the Machines, uh, Christina Lo- Loken. I think that's her name. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to check this film out. It was PG-13. Uh, was this in the theater? Not that I remember. But uh, considering it was uh, released in 2006, this is still in the time of Blockbuster, and that's where I remember seeing it. I was, you know, all in on Blockbuster for so many years. I had their their pass and stuff. So uh, for many years through the late 90s and all through the, you know, early 2000s, it's uh, how I saw a lot of films. <laughs> well, it says it was in a theater, so uh, came out November 3rd. Yeah. Uh, then it went to disc and streaming. Wow, disc. Uh, uh, streaming um, in April, and the the box office was uh, wasn't that much. So, but 
Uh, okay. Um, I'm interested in this. I do remember seeing trailers for this, but I uh, never got out and saw the film. Uh, on to the next one, number 39. This is a film. I, I know it was in a theater, but I didn't see it until I think somebody brought it to work and we ended up watching it. But I did have. No, 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 no. I, it came on TV and I recorded it. It got a 4%. Uh, it also came out in 2006. Jeez, this guy must have been busy. Same director, Yui Bull. Uh, and this is Blood Rain. Uh, Blood Rain is an absurd sword and sorcery video game adaptation from uh, Schlock Mysterio. Uh, you Bull Freak Maestro. Maestro uh, <laughs> featuring the distinguished and slumming cast. Slumming. Okay. All right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, the only reason I watched this is because it's got uh, Michelle Rodriguez in it. So I'm like, all right. Uh, I yeah, you, <laughs> you can uh, take my money. Um, I liked the movie. I've never played the game. Have you? No, I haven't. I know what it looks like. It's kind of one of those. The sword moves real fast. Like I'm almost picturing like Strider, like like walk 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 like that. So, but no. Neither. Okay, <laughs> I mean I've never. I I need to see. Oh, okay. All right, I have seen this. I said I need to see images uh, of the video game. Um, never played it. Uh, the most I got was was the movie. Uh, for what it was, because I know it was it was dealing with vampires and everything, so I was kind of like, all right, cool. I thought it was gonna be like a blade thing, but this was like uh, it says it took back in uh, way back in 18th century Romania, and I was like, mm, okay. Uh, so, but it was what it was. I mean, I know it was in a theater, and I think there was a sequel or or two afterwards. I don't remember, but I only saw this one, and um, I only seen it the one time from what I remember, and I it, I didn't like turn it, t- change it, or change the channel, or turn it off. So, uh, I liked it. I don't have it in my collection, but if I found it for like three bucks or something, I, I'd probably pick it up. I don't even know if it's on Blu-ray. Um, all right, on to the next one, number 38. This is the one that I did see in the theater just because I was a fan of Kristen Keurig. I think that's how you say her last name. She was Lana Lang in uh, Smallville. And this is uh, the 2009 version Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. It got a 5%. And, yeah, I was, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the, the other Street Fighter movie later on, but I was kind of excited for this film, uh, just mainly for her. But then when I saw it, I was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was yeah, very yeah. forgettable. I don't really remember much. I just remember that one guy from um, uh, the Black Eyed Peas. He was in it. And I was just like, all right. I mean, nothing against uh, the actors in the film, but... Uh, yeah, I do not remember much of this film. I just thought it was like, yeah, okay. Um, it, it was surprised. It probably was just going off the fame of her Smallville fame on why it got released into the theaters, but um, I, I don't remember uh, much in this. Also, uh, Chris Klein and Michael Clark Duncan and uh, Moon Bloodgood are in this. But did you see this one? I did see this. Uh... I got to go back to uh, my blockbuster stories again for this one because uh, I had the pass 
for, you know, unlimited rentals. And you would get like a little sheet of like releases that were coming. And I remember seeing that this was coming out and I was like, man, I, I didn't even know this released in theaters. Like I hadn't heard about it coming. So I was like, I'm excited. I want to rent this. So uh, I remember renting it and I remember not being like uh, that impressed with it, but I also didn't think it was the worst thing in the world, you know, and I'm a huge fan of the uh, game series going back to the arcade um, Street Fighter one even and then even more Street Fighter two during my uh, middle school days uh, at the arcade there in uh, Albany in the East Bay Roundtable Pizza uh, Safeway and the 7-Eleven. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, yeah, when introduced to Street Fighter, uh, 7 Eleven by my house. And my guy was E Honda. And I just, people yeah. got mad because even, even when it came to the PlayStation, Sega, and whatever, whatever have you version, uh, when that game came, I did that one move, that really quick, fast hand move. The hands. And, uh, everyone yeah. used to get mad. <laughs> Stop doing one move. It wasn't one of his special moves, but I always won with that move. So why, why change up my strategy when I know this move? This move is gonna let me win. So, um, right. I don't remember this film at all. I would definitely have to rewatch it. I mean, I don't remember hating it. I mean, I sat in the theater, and left like, eh, right. it was Same okay. Here. Um, this next one, I never even heard of the game, much less the movie. Uh, I, our, our boy Yui Bowl is back. With, oh god with, uh, a movie that he can't be stopped yeah i mean good for him man <laughs> if he's got that much of a career good for you man props to you man keep keep doing what you're doing uh a film called postal um an attempt uh at a political satire that lacks any wit or relevance. postal is nothing less one of ue bowl's more successful films successful okay for uh what it's worth all right um notorious Critic box, boxing director. Okay, that's just that's not really a synopsis. Have you? I've, first of all, have you heard of this game? Uh, I got to be honest, and I hadn't heard of this film or this game series. I quickly did a search to look up the game, and I was unfamiliar with that either. So, yeah, can't say anything about this one. Uh, okay, I am looking at images, and yeah, I don't. I don't know this game at all. I mean, it looks all right. It looks like something I could get down into. I mean, just shooting and killing. Um, I'm kind of curious now. Um, I, I, it's been a game that's been out since the 90s. So, okay, cool. Um, if, I'm sure if any of you guys have played it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know about this movie. I never even heard of it. But, uh, okay. Uh, on to 36. This one, I did play the game. I did play, or I did uh, see the film. I didn't see the second one that came out. This is Hitman, Agent 47. This came out in 2015, directed by, is that Alexander? Or am I, uh, yeah. Alexander Bach? Yeah, you got it. Uh, and this is, um, no, th this is the second one. This isn't the, the first one. This yeah. is the second film. This is the yeah, second okay. one. Yeah, okay, I didn't see this one. I, I saw the, the first one, but... Um, uh, Rupert Friend, Hannah Ware, Zachary Quinto, and Thomas something. I don't even know if I try that last name. But if you guys know the the whole uh, Hitman series, it, it's just that on the screen. Uh, a lot of shoot 'em up, guns and violence, and everything. Um, have you played the Hitman games? 
I have I have played the Hitman games, and I really like them. I actually wish I was you know playing them more, especially the more recent ones. They're really my kind of game. I usually love that kind of like stealth action. And one of the more recent releases I did play. Oh man, it was it was so good. The scenarios it put you in and being able to change into costumes to blend in at parties and take out people. It was so good. And uh, this is one where I'm definitely going to disagree with the critics. I did see the sequel and I really liked it. Like, yeah, it's like, in a, in a way it's like silly action, but I really did actually love this film. I thought it was actually really cool. Um, I liked it a lot, this Agent 47. Well, you know so. me. Well, I like it. I like the first one. You probably will. I think you would. Okay. All you right. Know? Cool. Honestly. Uh, it was a different uh, Hitman guy, whoever Rupert Friend is. I don't know who that is, but all right. Right. Um, This next one, I didn't see this movie. No. I mean, I do love the game series, and, and the first movie was cool. But this is uh, Silent Hill Revelation. came out in 2012. I believe it's streaming on one of these things. I remember seeing it somewhere. But um, the Silent Hill game, I've only played the first one, and that was probably one of the scariest yep. video games I ever played. So scary. I, rem- so I scary. remember playing the the demo, and that was scary. Because a friend of mine uh, right. during the PlayStation 1, a friend of mine at work goes, hey, dude, you should play this. It's, it's just a demo, but play, dude. It's scary. I went, well, what is it? He went silent. I said, I don't know what that is. So I went home and played it. Damn, I could not wait for the the regular version to come out, and uh, I bought it. And I had to use a a walkthrough guide to help me get through the game. Uh, I know there was different uh, versions of the ending. I I don't know whatever ending I got. I fought that big moth thing or whatever it was at the end. But they were saying there's other endings. I only right. played it that one time, or played it all the way through once. Uh, but I think that's a game that I would like to, to revisit. Um, I haven't seen this film. I've only seen the first one, so that's about as much as I, I can say. But the video game was awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you. I didn't see this film, but I did play the game. And, yeah, it's super scary, that, that first one. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one, number 34, this is a film that came out in 99, directed by Chris Roberts. And this is Wing Commander. Stars Matthew Lillard, Freddie Prince Jr., or Freddie Prince and Freddie Prince Jr. Okay, cool. And uh, Saffron Burroughs, uh, based on the popular series, the video game series Wing Commander. Um, did you play the game? I saw the movie. I didn't play the game. I didn't play the game, but this takes me back. Two ninety nine, a year where I saw almost everything in theaters, and it also takes me back to uh, our early days on the internet. And I remember the um, like, what are you most excited for? I remember uh, Starship Troopers being on the list, Wing Commander, and then of course Phantom Menace. And of course, being a huge Stars fan that I am, I remember that. And of course, I remember it being like, you know, everything had like, you know between five and 10%, except for uh, uh, Phantom Menace had like, you know, 47% of the vote or something like that. But I remember like early internet, like talk about this. Uh, and yeah, being, it was uh, uh, a reteaming of, of guys that have been in a, a lot of films together, Freddie Prince Jr. And Matthew Lillard. Um, 
I remember really actually liking this film a lot. It's something I haven't seen in a long time, probably since the VHS days, but uh, I'd love to actually revisit it. It's been a long time since I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Well, p- p- knock it down. <laughs> Put it down on the list uh, of other things. Sure. Um, I have I seen it. I seen well, it once. I never seen it uh, ever again. But I'm looking at pictures. Wing Commander 3 got uh, Luke Skywalker himself in this, Mark Hamill. Wow. Uh, I'm just huh. looking at images and okay. Uh I rem- okay, now that I see the 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 game format on how it looks, you're in the cockpit and just shooting space aliens and spaceships and all that. I remember it, but I never played it. So uh but the film from what I remembered, I think uh I was I'm a huge Matthew Lillard fan. So I was all about everything that he popped up in. So definitely uh, we'll have to find this. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Let me uh, look at the trusty Amazon. That seems to be where everything is at. That's usually a go-to. Um, wing Commander. Here we go. Please be free. And it is not. <laughs> Damn it. Rent oh, okay. or buy. <laughs> um, $3.99. That ain't bad. I don't remember seeing this anywhere else, um, streaming wise, but uh, I'm sure I could find it. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll we'll figure out. Oh, we'll figure yeah, out. Uh, no, we'll no. Just, probably just have to rent it. Um, all right. Probably find it at the uh, like five or three dollar minute Walmart too. I maybe I don't think it's on Blu-ray because if it if right, it was, right. I would probably. Oh, I'm surprised I don't own this flat out anyway uh, on dvd i remember seeing it and when i always went uh dvd hunting but um i don't know let me let me see if it's even on blu-ray at all um oh geez louise it is on blu-ray guess how much it is five dollars two hundred and fifty six dollars and seventy nine cents what how? And the and the DVD is sixty one dollars <laughs> and sixty cents. Um, I need to go to eBay and see. Here, I was saying it was going to be like three. Yeah, I was figuring it would be uh, like that. Um, geez, the DVD is some guy selling it for thirty dollars, but then uh, another dude selling it for six ninety nine. Um, twenty. Let me see how much the Blu-ray. I didn't even know it was on Blu-ray. Um, because I would have got it. Jeez, man. I mean, I was watching. Uh, I don't see it on here. Blu-ray rise on. It must be an import or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to do some more researching. I'm back with you guys later. Sure. Um, but um, okay. I was on the, the this uh, uh YouTube guy. I watch uh the movie collector guys, and he was he had his he had his uh, episode talking about don't buy these out of print movies because um I guess a lot of the video people look online to see if that title is still like people still want it, and they see that people are charging crazy amounts of money, and then all of a sudden. Uh, you buy it. It always happens to me. It, it gets always happens to me. 
Uh, I've have paid a little extra for some movies, and then it comes out like the next month later for like two dollars or something stupid like that. And, ah, yeah. So I'm like, uh, okay, because I I have a couple movies that are out of print, and the guy the guy made sense. He was like, look, he goes, you know what? Take those out of print movies, sell them, and then uh, whatever movie you make, buy some other movies for your collection. And then when that new movie comes out, uh, get the new release because it'll probably look better and sound better. Um, I was like, that's a good idea, but then I'm scared I'm gonna sell it, and then it'll never come out, <laughs> and then I'll be ass out. But <laughs> right, right, right. So I got a lot of doubles <laughs> of everything. But anyway, on to uh, number thirty-three. This is the one that uh, it was stupid, but I still kind of enjoy it. And this is Street Fighter, uh, with the legendary uh, John Claude Van Damme, uh, and the late and great Raul Julia, Damian Chapa. For those of you that know, uh, Miklo from Blood In Blood Out. And a bunch of other people in this. Also, uh, Wes Studi, uh, Native American actor. He played Geronimo, and he's in a bunch of other films. He was in this. Um, Street Fighter. We love the game. Well, both of us, we already said that. Yes. What did you think of this film? I remember being so excited for this because this is coming off of being so excited about you know all those years of playing in the, the, the arcade. And so this is something I couldn't wait for. And on top of that, uh, you were mentioning E. Honda's your favorite player. Guile was mine. And the fact that Jean-Claude Van Damme was playing my guy, I was like, I couldn't have been more excited. Uh, this was uh, Raul Julia's last film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I was listening to an interview with him uh, one time, and he only did this film because of his kids were fans of the game. Right. So right, right. they were like, Hey, you should do this film. And uh, he was like, all right. So he did it. Um, it's not streaming in. Well, that's cool that he was able to do something for them. Like as his last thing, that's, that's actually really cool. You know, even if it's, you know, not the most respected film, it's cool that for his kids, um, I looked, it's not streaming anywhere, but, uh, the, the second one is street fighter, the legend of Chun Li. Do you have, uh, are you access to stars? I don't. <laughs> um, well, it's on there. <laughs> now I'm kind of curious to rewatch it and see, uh, what it is or what, from what I just, like I said, I don't really remember it, but, uh, I'll probably have to check it out again. Um, on to the next one. See, this is the one I saw, and this is, the, and I love the movie. This uh, right. number thirty-two. This is right. Hitman, uh, directed by Xavier Gaines, and this uh, stars Timothy Oliphant. And that was the only reason I saw this because he was in it. I love Timothy Oliphant. He's done amazing roles, uh, amazing TV shows, and everything. So I was like, all right, cool. I can, uh, I can totally get behind this one. But the movie was badass, and the little bit of the game that I played, I did enjoy. What did you think of this film? Yep. Yeah, it's right up there too. Um, I put it right there with uh, Agent Forty Seven. I thought this one was really cool, and like the other one, loved the series. All right, number thirty-one. This is the only one of the series that I saw in the theater, <laughs> and I did like it. Uh, I got they also got the special uh, limited edition card, the card. The card they gave away <laughs> at uh, the theater. This is a uh, Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo versus Mew. Uh, this came out in nineteen ninety-nine. Won't go through the the whole synopsis, uh, but Pokemon, you guys know what it is, especially if you got uh, young Cal. Or even some of you guys that are not quite middle-aged, but maybe in 20s, early 30s. I'm sure you were uh, all about the, the Pokemon as you were growing up. 
Um, it's still going strong, and I believe that Pokemon Go is still is. Uh, uh, up and running. But um, it is. I played the game a little. I wasn't the the biggest one out of out of everyone in our family was Marky. He really he really loves it, and right. I think he still plays Pokemon. Let me shoot him a text, and then I'll give you his answer once it comes in. But uh, from what I remember of the film, I enjoyed it. What'd you think of it? Yeah, um, this was the year that I met Breezy and her brother, you know, Dusty. Uh, he grew up a huge Pokemon fan, so I remember him uh, being really excited for this. On top of that, you did get the card, and that card, from what I remember hearing years and years later, I don't know what happened, if I have mine in storage, or if it ended up with Dusty, or what happened to it. But uh, I think that card ended up being like super valuable. So if you still got it, I think uh, it might be worth looking up what that's going for. <laughs> I would have to dig through all of my stuff. Uh, I know I got it. Right. And I, I, I don't remember. I remember that was a big deal because everyone said, you got to go. You got to go the first day because they're giving out this card. And I'm like, OK, the cards, all right, whatever. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> I. Okay. Yeah, we were yeah, there. I, I we would have there. to look. I remember a uh, quick little story. I remember I went to go uh, at the Greenbrae Theater, the Dollar Theater uh, in uh, Sparks, Sparks, yeah. Nevada. It was like, I think uh, this was the last one. I never, I didn't see Pokemon there, but the last movie I was going to see there ever was uh, uh, episode one, Phantom Menace. And uh, so I went and I remember standing in line and the movie was supposed to start at 10, but it was like, quarter after 10 the doors weren't even open yet and we're still sitting there like whoa what's going on and then this couple came up and there were uh, or two couples they were like oh what do you guys want to see and they were reading the movies and the lady was like what's pokemon and uh i, I kind of <laughs> giggled and she looked at me and i said it's pokemon she went oh okay and uh she goes what is it <laughs> i said it's a, a video game card thing kids play cartoon play she, yeah. she goes animated she goes yeah well any good i said i liked it but if you don't know anything about it you won't even know who's who and what's, what's going, going on so like oh, okay so i don't know what <laughs> else i wouldn't see but <laughs> um yeah okay on to number 30 i didn't never even heard of this one uh pokemon forever forever yeah it came out in 2002 uh did you see this one i did not uh I'm, honestly, I'm surprised I didn't because uh, we were still in the Reno area. And like I said, Dusty was a huge fan of the series. So this sounds like something I would have gone to see with him, especially considering this is the year that uh, Attack of the Clones came out. So um, actually, I have no memory of this at all. <laughs> I never even heard of this one, but uh, it's obviously just more adventure. The Ash and Pikachu and the yeah, whole yeah. Pokemon gang. But all right. Um. Next one, number 29, Max Payne, came out in 2008, uh, directed by John Moore, the fifth, I guess. <laughs> and this is uh, starring yep. Marky Mark himself, Mark Wahlberg, Mila Kunis, Bo Bridges, and Chris O'Donnell. Is that um, Robin? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I saw this movie once. I own it. I could see it on my shelf. Um, I, I, <laughs> I must have liked it, enjoyed it enough to buy it. <laughs> it it right, was right. in that... Um, um, five dollar uh blu-ray bin at walmart um i remember seeing it at work i didn't see it in the theater and uh, i just remember a lot of shoot 'em up uh stuff in this so i mean i obviously excuse me <coughs> but uh 
Got my window open. Did you ever get a chance to play the I game? I played the game, yes. So that was the only reason I went and seen yeah. the movie. Um, I I liked right. the game. I didn't play it much, but I played it. And but I think I enjoyed the movie a little bit more. But like I said, I really don't remember the movie. But I'm, I must have enjoyed it enough to buy it. So yeah, Max Payne. Did you play right. the game and see the movie? Yes, both. Uh, I remember liking the series. It was one of those uh, rock star games, like the Grand Theft Auto series. So. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, I was really looking forward to the movie. That said, I missed it in theater. This was another uh, VHS rental for me, and it's not in my collection. So, righty. Jeez, how many movies did this guy, these people make? Pokemon Heroes. Hey! Came out 2003. This series isn't getting any better, which is funny because it's the highest rated so far. Uh, <laughs> That's the critical consensus, okay, though. Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get back to Pikachu and the gang in a second, but uh, I didn't see this movie, and I have no idea. The game, yeah, it is what it is. On the number 27, Assassin's Creed. I did play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was directed by Justin Cruzel, stars uh, M- Michael Fassbender, Marion Cot- Cotlard, Jeremy Irons, and Brendan Gleeson. I didn't see this movie. Did you? I mean, from what I understand, Mike was telling me it was good. He said I'd probably like it. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the series. Jade and I have played pretty much every game in the series except for the last two releases, Odyssey and Origins. So we had high expectations going to theaters. We were there night one, release night, first showing. And I gotta say, uh, honestly, as a, a huge fan of the series, I was a little let down by this. There's some cool stuff in it. And some cool shout outs and it gets some things right, but it doesn't do enough right. And uh, overall, just as a fan of the game so much, I really wanted more, especially since it seemed like they were throwing, you know, a lot of money at it and the production and the effects and then even Fassbender in it. So I, I wanted better for this series than it got. I like Michael Fassbenders, and I, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Um, I'll just have to look for it. Yeah. Do you, do you don't own this one? Do you? I don't. Um, like I said, I wanted so much better for this film. Okay. All right. Uh, back to uh, Squirtle and the gang. Pokemon <laughs> the movie two thousand. This is number twenty thousand. Uh, yes. I, I remember. Have you point. seen? Other than the first Pokemon movie, have you seen any of the other ones? I've seen the show, TV show. I saw this one, too. I I do remember this one, too, being whatever, 2000, and yet another chance at a card, that uh, winged character on the front. I'm pretty sure it was that one. So It's funny, though. Like, God, this is like, what, the fourth one that's been on the list? Uh, I think so. One, two, yeah, four, five. No. For four. Um, okay. I mean, it must be better than the last three. <laughs> but, right. All right. Uh, on to number 25. This only got a 19% film. Came out in 2005. Directed by... Ooh. You want to try to tackle this last name? <laughs> or this whole, this- it's like... Andres Bartkowicz. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, this is Doom. Uh, we got uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah. 
uh, Carl, uh, Judge Dredd, Urban, uh, Roseman Pike, and Deborah O'Perry. I think that is their name. Uh, Doom. I could not play this video game just because of the first person oh. thing. I've tried it, but I just was getting sick. And I, I liked what was going on. I mean, I, yep. I know what it is, and there there was uh, many different game versions of the game. I mean, as as the, the series went on, and um. Yeah, I mean, uh, the movie came out. Uh, Marky and I went and saw it. Marky, he knew the game, and he played it. Uh, yeah. The ending got me when it turned into the first person thing. First person. I was yeah. like, oh, man, this movie was going good. Now you're going to do this? I. Yeah, making me yeah, sick. Yeah, I had to kind of like close my eyes a little bit. But from what I remember, I did. They went the horror. It was kind of a horror game, and they went the horror aspect of it. A little bit, yeah. So uh, I liked it. This is one of uh, The Rock's earlier films. But uh, sci-fi, shoot 'em up, horror movie. I liked it. I only seen it the once. Yeah. I know I have it in uh, my collection. Yeah, for me, um, never a huge fan of the game. I know it's got a lot of fans, including uh, Hamilton. Shout out. I know he's been playing the most recent one a lot. So uh, this is a series that's still going strong. But as a first-person shooter, like you, I just really struggle with them, have a hard time getting through them. I try to hold the screen as still as possible, and sometimes that's not even good. And like you, the same thing. When the first-person shooter type stuff came up in this movie i was like really hard to watch uh there was that one movie a couple years back that was all first person you remember that it was like um can't kill him guy or something i was about to say rick and ralph i don't know something Uh, i know what you're talking about something like that like drop dead harry or something like that (laughs) i don't know um something like that someone's probably screaming uh at what it is they are Um, I have been even attempted to watch that film. Uh, it's rough. It's so rough. I tried to watch it. I made it like 20 minutes in and I was like, okay, it's going to bug me enough. now if we don't figure <laughs> out that yeah. title. Um, Having yes. Is that, is that it? Is no, that no, it? no, 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 no. I was say that was, I don't, uh, <laughs> the first person movie. It's like, you see it all from their perspective and they're like jumping from car to car an explosion and it's it's and they're jumping out of a hardcore plane henry and it's all first person hardcore yes <laughs> that's what it okay. was i tried <laughs> what did you say henry havoc or havoc henry or i don't yeah. know <laughs> um i i never saw yeah. the movie i said drop dead fred <laughs> isn't that a uh, song i thought it was a movie <laughs> I, I don't know, but <laughs> I think isn't Drop Dead Fred the uh, I'm too sexy guy? No, that's Right Said Fred. Right Said Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> oh, I'll Drop Dead. I Fred. might be able to handle it on my phone. I know I can't watch it on my big TV, so I'm not even gonna. I'm not even right, gonna right, try. Right. But um, all right, on to number twenty-four. This is uh, the second film in the series. I did enjoy this film. Uh, this is. Uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse came out in 2004. Stars the the beautiful uh, Mila Jovovich, uh, Sienna Golroy, Otter Fever, a bunch of other people. Um, this was directed by Alexander Witt. I thought it was directed by her her husband. 
because I know they like bought this franchise. I don't know. Right. Uh, we were hearing hearing about that at the time. Yeah, I so think I, I remember. This, I mean, this one. I mean, I thought it was good. I liked uh, the second one. Um, actually, when I was doing some rearranging in here in the studio, trying to get all my movies organized, I uh, wanted to rewatch uh, some of the um, Resident Evil films. So I kind of put them to the side. I'm going to do a lot of rewatch on Resident Evil and The Purge. Uh, I've been wanting to watch those, so I got to find them all because all my movies right now are not in order. They're just when I moved them from the living room into into the studio here, they're just like all thrown on the shelves and, and no kind of kind of order. So I definitely gonna have to figure that out. But I do right. want to check out um, uh, the Resident Evil films again. But this one, from what I remember in the film, this is the one when Nemesis came into it. And I thought I thought right. it was cool. Uh, these films do not follow the game series at all, but uh, they do throw in characters and things like that in this. Um, that I did like the Nemesis character from the the third video game. Yeah, I thought that was awesome, and it was cool that they brought him into uh, into the movie. But uh, did you see all of them? Um, yeah, yeah, I saw all of them. Uh, I don't own any of them, but yeah, I saw the series. Uh, as far as the games, I used to early in the series. I played through all those, and uh, I think we talked about this uh, a little before at one some point. How there was something like eerily creepy about those early games. How slow moving the uh, zombies were, and the uh, I like that in the game because uh, you knew they were coming. Yeah, it was like, man, that's creepy. I mean, I liked in the video. <laughs> I mean, it got it got scarier and scarier. The games and the the zombies moved faster, and it was scarier. But there's something real creepy about the early ones too. I liked how, I mean, right now with these ones, they basically you don't know where they are and they scare you. In the in the first uh, few games, you can kind of see them something moving that's going to be around yeah, the corner yeah. like oh it would scare you because you right. know what's going to be there but then you're like all right i need to gear up yeah gear yeah. up with my gun or knife or whatever you had left uh in the first video game i never finished it i finished the second one i finished the third one i got stuck in a room and it was one of the save rooms but all i had was a knife i had used all my ammo and everything so and there was the dogs were outside I tried and tried to just right, shank right. them. Nah, wasn't happening. <laughs> so I, uh, I just kind of gave up on that one. Um, I'm sure there's re remakes of it. I'll, is there any new versions for PlayStation Two of the first one? Because I know they did the second one that I need to get. Yeah, yeah, they they've done they've done remakes on a lot of the uh, the first, second, and then the third is about to come out in remake form. So. Marky has yeah. Marky has the remake of the second one, and I played like a couple minutes of it. I, I want to buy that one and play it because I asked him, "Is it the same?" He goes, "It's the same." I mean, there's some there's differences. Yep. There. He goes, "But it's pretty much how it starts in, in the old one." Oh, okay, cool. Uh, on to number twenty three. I did like this film as well as the second one. Um, I think I liked the first one more. Yeah, uh, and I only saw it because of who starred in this. But this is a film that came out. 2001 uh, was directed by Simon West and it stars the uh, Academy Award winner and beautiful Angelina Jolie 
Uh, her dad's in it. John Voight, Daniel Craig's in this. Daniel Craig's in it. I don't have to rewatch it. I don't even remember him in it. Yeah. And uh, Ian is. Glenn. <laughs> uh, and this is Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Uh, I liked it. It wasn't really. I mean, it was video gamey. But I think I only saw it because of her. <laughs> and uh, I loved uh, watching the making of it. They had to cover or uh, basically erase all her tattoos. Uh, that that she had on her arms. They had the computer and uh, Photoshop, whatever you use to erase <laughs> everything. But as far as the film, it was just it was just a little action adventure film. It was only PG thirteen, so you weren't expecting too much. But uh, I liked it. What'd you think of it? And the game, I played the first few, and I know the game series is still going, and I don't know where where we're at now game wise, but. Um, the the first go the first few goes around of uh, Tomb Raider I liked and I did I know I beat the first two games and I think I just dabbled on the other ones but uh, I enjoyed the game as well as this first film what did you think the first off the game series the original one that this is more based off of um, I remember the hardest thing about those I don't know if you remember this but the controls. And like the almost delayed reaction things, I remember playing them, but I remember that being a very frustrating part of the game. Whereas when you press like X to jump and then one, two, and then she jumped. So it was a very like delayed response. And I remember that making those games really hard. I don't know if you remember that part of it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. It would, that made it really tough. Uh, that being said, uh, this film, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I remember when this came out, how much uh, Breeze was a huge fan of this film. And when it came out on DVD, it was one of the films like we had like in constant rotation. It seemed like it was always on our house. And on top of that, uh, she bought the CD soundtrack too. So it was like if the movie wasn't on, she was playing the CD soundtrack. So uh, this is a movie I'm really familiar with and have a big history with. And that being said, I did really like it. Uh, and if we were doing our own like top 10, this is probably being it for me. Well, put it down on the uh, <laughs> on the anchor list. We'll have to do a rewatch uh, of this one because I sure. have it. I have the one with uh, both of them on it. Um, I also had the, the DVDs. I know I just saw those recently. Um. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm all in. I mean, I enjoyed uh, the film uh, as well as the game, the the ones that I played. So I mean, I'm all about it. Um, yeah, I'm just someone's texting me. But yeah, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Um, maybe yep. the second one's in this list. Another Pokemon. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Three, the movie. Um, is this really three? Because it seemed like we already had like four in between. I <laughs> uh, know. Uh, okay. This is crazy. Um, all right. Pokemon 3, then Pokemon. Pokemon 3, the movie. Uh, yeah, Pokemon. Uh, okay. On to the next one. I didn't even know this was a film. Uh, this is number 21, Ratchet and Clank. I didn't see the film. Like I said, I didn't know it was a film, and I never played the video game. You? For me, uh, I knew this was coming out. I didn't see a 2016 release, uh, but I have played the game series. It's one of the more uh, 
modern three-dimensional space like platformers so it's like hopping around jumping around like mario style but in 3d spaces so uh that also being said uh ratchet and clank is going to be one of the first games for the upcoming playstation 5 and it was when one of the tech demos where it like seamlessly moved like they were in one landscape and then they like jumped through a time portal and they're in another landscape and it was trying to show off how the PlayStation doesn't need the load time. Like, you can load one background to another, like, instantly. So, but yeah, uh, I didn't see this film. Okay. I mean, I know the game. I... All right, cool. Ratchet and Clank. I'm sure some of you uh, have played it and seen the film. Uh, back to uh, Resident right. Evil. I don't know which one this is, like, number-wise in the series, but this is a Resident Evil Afterlife, it came out in 2010. I would say it is the fourth one in the franchise. Okay, it sounds about right. Um, again, I mean, I liked all the movies, but they all blend together. Um, I think this is the one that was the first one that was in 3D. Uh, were you with us when we went to the Resident Evil uh, kind yeah. of panel yeah, at the Metreon? Yeah, and Marky won something, yep. and then they tried to say no right. was that other dude, but Marky yep. ended up getting the prize. I remember. Uh, was it Joel the one that yeah. was like no? <laughs> so I, right. I some, no, it was Courtney. It was Courtney. <laughs> Courtney was with us. He was the one that went off because uh, Marky's the one that answered the question, and they tried to give the prize to somebody else. But uh, yeah, we almost got into yeah, a brawl yeah. at WonderCon. At WonderCon. <laughs> uh resident i'm gonna have to again i'm gonna have to rewatch all these uh so but, uh see okay this one was directed by uh, paul ws anderson that's her husband right uh, i think so right. that sounds so, right okay uh yeah that's number 20 resident evil we won't go into the game anymore um this is a film, sure. this next one, number 19, came out in 93, directed by Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jenkel. This is Super Mario Bros. Uh, I saw bits and pieces of this film, and what I saw I did not like. So, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love uh, Bob Haskins, and I uh, he was uh, What's-His-Nuts in uh, Who Friends Robert Rabbit. I love John Leguizamo and the late and great Dennis Hopper. Um. I don't remember. Uh, I'm, well, I mean, from what I remember of the movie, I was kind of like, "This, this ain't Mario Brothers." But uh, <laughs> and uh, Dennis Hopper was right, King right. Koopa. I was like, this is "Okay," yeah. but I, I don't know. I was still kind of hoping they would do a re, a revamp of this film and give us, uh, it should. Uh, with with what they can do today. Uh, this is early '90s, so. CG-wise and everything, I'm sure they can give us a good uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. But as far as Super Mario's game, uh, Donkey Kong being the first one dealing with Mario, and then the first actual Super Mario Brothers arcade version, not the Nintendo one that you young guys know know and love. I love that too. I love, I love playing. I only played the first three. After Super Mario a billion, I, I kind of tuned out. But um, I love the game. The arcade game is the one that, that we played because that was when we were introduced to Luigi. We're like, who the hell is this dude? And uh, that's all Mario's brother. We're like, oh, sweet. So that was a game that we played at the arcade like nonstop. Um, and some of these systems, when they have the old retro games, if that's on there, I always play it. 
Uh, I remember I was playing it at Marky's house and everything. So I love uh, Super Mario Brothers. Did you do you love that game? And what did you think of the movie? I did. I really loved this game. The original Nintendo NES was really special to me. Uh, one thing I used to do uh, with the Mario Brothers series is it's crazy this turned into a thing because I swear, like, I had this idea when I was like, whatever, seven, eight years old. Uh, but the Super Mario the Maker that game where you can design your own levels. I used to do that when I was in elementary school, like on paper, I would create my own like Mario levels and ideas and stuff like that. And it's kind of sad. Like it never, I never actually got into actually that. And that being said, I've never even played these super Mario makers, but I'm like, damn, that was my idea all those years back then. So, uh, all that being said, I was really excited for this to come out, but I couldn't help but hear what was being said about it, even in 1993, and I heard all the bad hype. So uh, I was a little wary going into it, and when I finally did see it, I kind of, like, I couldn't help but, like, watch it, like, knowing, like, that it wasn't going to be right and it wasn't going to be that great, and... I never really like, uh, you know, held on to it. It was never really that special to me as a movie. I was just like, I, I had a lot of hype for it. And then uh, it was kind of, eh. but that being said, um, this is definitely one of the first uh, major video game movies that they made. Okay. I'm looking on eBay. So shout out. Um, <laughs> it's on Blu-ray. Uh, it's a little pricey. Um, Thirty five ninety nine. Is this like out of print or? Uh, no, this is a import. You would have been. You might be. It, it's an import, so I, I don't think I don't oh, think it okay. was released here in in America yet. But um, if it's there, I'm sure it's coming here. I'm surprised it's not here. Um, I'm looking on uh, Amazon right now. Um. Oh, it is here. Twenty bucks. That's not bad. Um, I don't like the movie, so I won't buy it. But <laughs> okay, uh, it's there for you, uh, Super Super Mario Brothers. If you guys love it, I'm, I'm sure you probably already uh, own it. So, but yeah, that was number nineteen. Alrighty, this is our next one. I saw the film, but I've never played the game. And this is number 18. This film came out in 2014, directed by Scott Wog. I don't I don't know his last name. Whatever. It stars uh, Jesse Pingman, Aaron Paul, uh, Mojin Poots, Dominic Cooper, Scott the Kit Kit Cuddy, uh, Mess Mess Cuddy, and this is Need for Speed. Um the movie was cool. I didn't ever never play the game though. Or yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. I played the game series. Never a huge fan of it, but uh, I'd keep playing it as it was released. It was it was uh, EA Sports. Uh, well, or not even sports, but EA Electronic Arts released. So it was like like they do with Madden and these these other games. They keep releasing new versions, and it wasn't like Need for Speed, like 2005 and 2006, but they'd name it things like, you know, Racer Revenge and things like that, but uh, as far as this film goes, 
I was actually like pleasantly surprised. I remember it uh, getting like kind of negative press at the time, but I thought it was a cool movie. I liked it. And uh, it was like definitely like a surprise for me. I, I had actually low expectations and I think uh, I thought it was cooler than I expected it to be. I really enjoyed this and it's definitely something I'd watch again. I mean, coming off the tales of uh, Fast and Furious, I don't know which one was out by 2014. Oh, sure. But um, the only reason I saw this because of Aaron Paul, uh, Jesse. Um, but yeah, I liked it for what it was, uh, just fast cars. And I love the real fast cars, even with the Fast and Furious stuff. But once it turns into CGI and everything, I'm kind of like, uh, just give me fast cars, real fast cars. But uh, from as far as the movie, the movie I did enjoy. I don't own it, but uh, I'm sure if I found it cheap somewhere, I'd pick it up. Um, do you own that one? I don't, but I wouldn't mind owning it. All right. Uh, number 17, Resident Evil Extinction. I believe this was the third film. No, no the, yeah, the third film uh, in the franchise. Again, I don't know. Uh, much I don't remember of it. It's all blurring together. Just remember Ali Larder, Ali right, Larder, right. And Mila looked hot in it. But uh, all right, uh, on the next one again, uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. I didn't enjoy the film as much as the the first film, but I did like it. Um, right. Yeah, Tomb Raider. We, we both uh, liked the game. We both played it. So number fifteen, yep. Warcraft, um, came out twenty sixteen. Directed by Duncan Jones. Stars Travis Fimmel, Ben Foster, Dominic Cooper, and Toby Cabell. I've never played the game, and I've never seen this movie. What about you? Wow. Uh, yeah, you know, Duncan Jones. That's uh, David Bowie's son. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, I was, after playing Star Wars The Old Republic, the, the online game, I was talked into a few... Uh, fellow players of that game to give world of warcraft a try i did but it was uh the game had been out forever like at least 10 years or something at that point so um i was a little in over my head and i was so used to the way that star wars played like i i would it i didn't really grasp it as much so i didn't last that long i maybe did you know like i i was like i paid for it i think for a month but uh I didn't even play like daily or anything like that. That being said, I remember like there was a lot of hype for this, especially with uh, the Comic-Con crowd for this. Um, so it, it kind of made it a must see. But uh, honestly, when seeing it, seen it in theaters, um, I just thought it was just okay. Wasn't bad. Uh, you know, wasn't great. It just kind of middle of the road for me. Um, if it comes on TV, maybe I'll, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not going to go out of my way to find it. Um, I was never really right. interested in, in the, the whole premise of the game, so I just never, eh. Right, right. But I, I do remember the, the, the presence for Comic-Con, how they were hyping it up pretty big uh, and everything. And You always see the people cosplaying dressed up as uh, Warcraft characters, so I, I do love all that. But Right, right, right. Uh, all right, yep. number 14, another Resident, film, Resident Evil film. This one's Retribution. Came out 2012. Uh, I don't remember this one at all, but I think this was the return of uh, Michelle Rodriguez, so I was, um, I was all in uh, on that one. Super, super duper all in. Um, but um, I don't remember. I'm going to have to rewatch those. 
Uh, do you remember this one? Retribution? <laughs> like you, they blend together for me. I do remember checking out each of these, but uh, the more we talk about these, the more I'm like, I truly am blending the films. And I'm like, wait, that's this one. And that's that one. Like, I do remember them, but they're blending together for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to a couple more of those films as we go along. Uh, all right. Uh, number 13. This came a film came out in 2006, directed by Chris Christophe. Uh, so much Christopher or Christophe. I don't know. Gone Gaines, Gans, however you want to say it. And this is uh, Silent Hill. This movie was spooky, and we already did talk uh, on on the the video game. The the video game was really spooky. Um, I remember this film being really long, and I remember kind of like getting bored at some parts of it because I was like, okay, you're taking a little too long to for explanations on some things. I think this film was it was um it was like a slow burn from what I remember. I own it. I just the uh, last uh, Comic Con, I picked up uh, the um, the Scream Factory special edition. It's still wrapped up. I haven't even opened it to watch it yet. But uh, I'm gonna have to dig it out and uh, check it out because I have not seen this film in a long time. But from what I remember, and uh, I know I have the DVD, and I, I have it twice on Blu-ray because I bought the first go around, and then the special edition one came out for Scream Factory. And they always get me at Comic-Con because it's right there and I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn it, give it to me. So, but um, as far as the film, uh, do you remember much of it? No, I don't. Uh, like I was saying about the other Silent, Silent Hill, um, I knew the game was scary, so I expected the, the same from this film. So, uh, no, I actually did not see the Silent Hill films. All right. Um... I'll open it up. I don't know if Scream Factory does codes, but if there's a code for it, uh, I'll um, I'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> number 12. Um, I know the game. I didn't even know they made a movie. This is DOA, Dead or Alive. Uh, the movie came out in 2007, and it was directed by Corey Yen. Stars Jamie Presley, Devon Oki, Sarah Carter, and Natasha Malfi, or Malfi, I don't know. Um, okay. I kind of want to see this because I like that, uh, Devon Oki or whatever. Uh, she was in, um, uh, whatchamajigam. She was in one of the fast and furious movies. And then she was in, uh, sin city. Uh, I liked her in that. So, uh, now I need to see this, this film, but, uh, have you played the game or seen the movie? I have played the game. Uh, they've made a few. It's in that style of a Street Fighter kind of game. Uh, that being said, I haven't seen this one, but just looking at the cover, like I can picture this being on the shelf at Blockbuster considering it's 2007. So uh, I'm actually surprised that I didn't pick it up, but you know, it's just one of those that fell through the cracks. Uh, Considering some of the ranks of these other movies, 33% is pretty good, and I actually am curious now. Um, yeah, if it's uh, not quite top 10, but early top 10, uh, I'll check it out if I find it. Um, well, let me 
go to trusty Amazon and see because um, I didn't know this that one gal with the Devon or whatever her name is. I didn't know she was in this film, so now I want to see it. Um, let me see. D O A Dead or Alive, please be free. And it is not. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, there's another Dead or Alive, but I don't think that's. No, I don't think this has to do with the video game. Um, there's a bunch of Dead or Alive. It looks like a video game movie. I don't know. I have to dabble into it. But the one we're talking about is not uh, on any of this stuff. So, But I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Uh, on to number 11. This is the one out of that whole franchise that I love the most. It's the very first film. Came out in 2002. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Stars uh, Mila Jovovich and the beautiful Michelle Rodriguez and a bunch of other people. And this is the original Resident Evil film. Uh, I remember when this came out, there was rumors that uh, George A. Romero was supposed to direct it. And that was in the early, early stages of this. Uh, so I was like, oh, sweet. But then when I finally saw who was directing, I was like, mm, okay. Uh, but I saw the stars in it and I was all aboard. So uh, I love this film. This is uh, out of all of them. This is the one that I know the most. And uh, I loved it. It Not really the video game, this little hints of this and that the, the cgi was not the greatest in this dealing with the liquors and everything but um as far as the zombies and all that i thought that was cool uh the dogs i thought looked neat um and uh, michelle rodriguez uh, you can't go wrong and when she even when she became uh one of the living dead she still looked hot so I, i'm all about this uh this movie what'd you think of the first one yeah, uh, this movie, obviously, I actually was excited having played the game series before, but I remember watching it and I was like, man, the one scene that like stuck with me and I, in like a bad way was uh, I thought the uh, the hallway scene, the, the, the deaths in that were like incredibly gruesome. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, it kind of like made me sick. Like, I, I was this pretty brutal when the <laughs> then the laser came through yeah i was like golly like it's one thing for like like zombies and whatnot but like this like laser room death like it was like brutal i thought that was neat man that one uh the black guy that was the kind of leader of the special forces guy he was like red because he jumped up and uh one of the lasers went under him i loved how it just cut his knife and then or the tip off of his knife but then when he was ready for it again, and then it, the the line turned into like a a, a grid. grid. As well, he just like went, oh yeah. hell! I wish they would have showed it all the way through. They kind of just you can kind of see uh, you see it go through them, kind of, and then you just the 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 mirror image. It was all blurry. You see him fall apart into cubes. <laughs> Yeah. I would have liked to have seen Jeez. that like full on. Brutal. I, I thought that was awesome. But uh, again, again, the game is awesome. And this, this movie, I, this is probably my favorite one uh, out of all of them. Um, number 10, uh, the final film uh, in the Resident Evil series, the final chapter it came out in 2017, uh, directed by Paul yep. W.S. Anderson, pretty much the same cast, except for uh, Michelle. She wasn't in this one. 
Uh, I do not remember this one at all. I I, I don't. But um, I'll have to go back and the watch. Most recent, it. Yeah. too. Um, it was. It wasn't. I know the last two. We were. Or either the last two or last three were in three D. And I do remember the three D was was pretty good. I liked what they did in it. Um, I don't know if this is the the one or maybe it was one of the other ones. There was a scene where there was an airplane taken off from the top of a building or landing on a building. I don't remember, but I remember Mila jumping off the building and all the zombies yeah. running after her as they were falling off. And it was all in 3D, and I thought it looked awesome. I don't think it was this one. I think it was one of the, the earlier 3D films. But, again, I need to rewatch all these. So I don't really remember much of it. Again, it all blends together with all these films. But the first one, I really love. But uh, I would have put that in the top ten, but it's – Close enough. It's number 11. And this uh, final chapter is number 10. Uh, on to number nine. This is a film. Uh, we went to go see something else. I can't remember what we saw or we were going to see, but the film wasn't working. So they were, they came in. I saw it at uh, Parkland. They came in and they said, um, this isn't working, but you're feel, feel free to go see something else. And, uh, yeah. So we walked in, we, we, they gave us enough a, a, a free ticket to go see whatever we were going to see later, whenever it's fixed. But uh, we ended up walking in to see Prince of Persia. Uh, I never played the game, and I didn't really care for this film. I'm glad it was free because uh, I was I was already mad that the movie I wanted to see wasn't playing. But uh, this stars uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gemma Arrington, Ben Kingsley, and Alfred Molina. Uh, it was directed by Mike uh, Newell. Have you seen this or played the game? Both. Um, played the original game. It was definitely like early graphics. One of those games that with the delayed response of the control, you had to press jump well before you were going to uh, actually jump. And then in the newer, well, this film came out in 2010, but in the 2000s, they brought the game series back for like uh, next generation systems. I can't remember if it was PlayStation two or PlayStation three, but they did bring the series back and uh, gave it a, a proper, uh, you know, current generation upgrade. And I remember that being cool too. So I really liked the series. I was excited for this uh, to come out having played the game. And uh, I was actually encouraged that it had the Disney touch to it because you could count on the quality from it i remember uh, <laughs> and it still is um one of the most controversial things about this being jake gyllenhaal and they should have casted someone of uh, persian descent in this main role so that's probably uh the movie's biggest fault but other than that i thought it was actually kind of cool and uh Jade just reminded me of how much she liked it. Uh, this film did come out 10 years ago. She was, she was 10 years old when she saw it, and uh, she really liked it. So. Is Jade right there? She's right Why here. She chimed in. I didn't know she was there. What did she think of this movie? <laughs> um, I'm 20 years old now, and I'd still watch it over and over again. So, <laughs> Are you a Jake Gyllenhaal fan? Um, I don't obsess over him, but I like him. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't really care for the movie. This was was this a Disney movie? It was okay. I 
I don't remember being that Disney touch. I don't really remember being like leaving the theater like, oh my god, it was awesome. I do remember sitting in the panel at WonderCon because uh, I remember taking pictures of Jake Gyllenhaal for my friend because she was like, take pictures of him. So uh, I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't remember this film <laughs> at all. But uh, never played the game. So, but that was number nine. Uh, we're almost uh, almost done. Almost there. I didn't realize how long we've been going. Uh, and number eight, the Angry Birds movie. Um, this, this is uh, directed by Clay Cadis and Fergal, Fergal Riley. Um, got a 43%. I love the game. I really love the Angry Birds Star Wars one. Uh, but I never, I yeah. never saw the film or the, the Angry Birds movies. Uh, which of the Angry Birds games did you play and did you see this film? Either of you. Yep, uh, played that original Angry Birds, and I played the Angry Birds Star Wars, of course. Had to play that one as much as possible. Um, kind of just fell off on that one. I don't know if I ever did all the levels, but uh, I'd be curious to see if it still works with the phone, because I have whatever it costs. You know, I remember all the apps used to cost like 99 cents, so... Of course, I had to get that. It'd be interesting to see if it still works with this current generation of phones, considering it's been years since I played it. Uh, as far as this film goes, I didn't see it in theaters, but uh, uh, a year or so ago, uh, I watched it with Lily, and uh, she liked it, and it was my chance to see the film, so I was able to check it off my seen films list. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was what it was. See, they got Angry Birds <laughs> Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, damn you. Uh, maybe. Um, I don't remember if I played it on iPhone. Um, doesn't look like they have the Star Wars version of Angry Birds. I don't see it. I just see the Transformers and the regular ones. Angry Birds Evolution. Jeez. They really going for it on these games. Um, all right, I'll, I'm kind of interested now. Maybe I'll do the Transformers one, but uh, I had no interest in the movie. Uh, the game I thought was fun. Uh, I can't remember who hit me to that. Uh, it looked fun, and it was, uh, especially in my downtime at work, I remember just playing it over and over and over, uh, just trying to get as far. I don't know if I... I don't think I beat any of the versions that I played, but uh, I love the game. Uh, it was still fun. I mean, I'm sure I can get some enjoyment enjoyment out of it now, but the movie, eh, I don't know. All right, number seven. Um, this is a, a film that I'd never seen, and I never played any of the games, and I never had any interest in playing the games. But this is uh, 2001's Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. I'm not even going to try to say these names for the directors, but uh, Alec Baldwin was in it and Ving Rhames and Steve Buscemi and Ming-Na Wen. Um, is that um, Mulan? Ming-Na? I know she was in... Uh, uh, yeah, and she's also uh, Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Of Shield. So, I know you're a Final Fantasy yeah. guy. and uh, well, Tell us about the game yes. as well as did you see this film? Yes. Uh, big... Final Fantasy fan, uh, going all the way back, the original 
Final Fantasy on Nintendo, and then uh, Final Fantasy three on Super Nintendo, and then of course the big leap uh, in the first PlayStation with uh, Final Fantasy seven, uh, then eight, then nine. Played ten. Uh, there's been a lot of versions since then, and I've dabbled in. Uh, we finished thirteen, but thirteen had sequels, which we didn't finish. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen a few years back. Uh, really excited for that. Uh, never finished it, hit a wall with that. But then just this year, just right as uh, quarantine kicked off, they did the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, so going from the original PlayStation to the current generation, uh, PlayStation 4. And that was really cool to see, considering the first game just was reading text. And this one was... Um, Completely updated modern graphics, and uh, it played differently. So it was like cool. It was like a shout out to the original story, but a completely different game. So it was like a fun new take on it, on like the story you knew. So yeah, like I said, huge fan of the series. Not as huge as some, but uh, considering when this came out, two thousand one, I was super excited. It seemed like everything that I'd want out of a film, uh, really cool graphics and a series that I loved. Uh, the cast from Migna Wen and Alec Baldwin, Ving Rhames, Steve Buscemi's, like you said, it had, this film seemed like it had everything going for it. I remember seeing it uh, as soon as I could with uh, Joel and his dad, the theater in Sparks, right when it came out. And I wanted to love it, but I actually really didn't. Um, I found it to be a bit of a letdown because there's so many elements of Final Fantasy that it doesn't touch on. It's like its own thing. And yes, every Final Fantasy is different, but it, it brings certain elements to each one. And I just found this one to be lacking in that. So I was disappointed on that level. It did have some cool graphics for the time, but I'm guessing now looking at it like uh, almost 20 years later, it probably wouldn't even stand up uh, even graphically anymore. Uh, again, I had no interest in any of it. So I don't know. I mean, I remember seeing the trailer in the theaters and I thought it looked cool, but I just, I didn't want to see it because then I would, I would have fallen into the whole game thing because i remember there was a guy right. sitting next to me and he was like "Ooh, he was super excited and i said do i need to play the games to get this he was like uh probably I went, oh, okay no nah. well, never mind you don't it doesn't have enough in of the games in my opinion later on they did um which if it's not on this list it really should be they did another movie called uh, uh final fantasy advent children and that is really good. It's related to Final Fantasy VII. I would have preferred to see that on this list. So um, I think the only reason it's not is because it didn't have a theatrical release. It was like a straight-to-disc release. All righty. On to number six. Uh, this was a film. Uh, it was also uh, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Film came out in 1995 and it starred uh, Islander, uh, the guy from Islander. I can't remember his name. Uh, it can only, they can be only one. Uh, Christopher Lambert. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was also Tarzan and Gray Stoke, the legend of Tarzan. Awesome film if you haven't seen it. Uh, Layden Ashby, Kari, Hiroki, Tangwa. I 
think that's how you say his name. I met him at Comic Con. And Robin Show. Um, and this is Mortal Kombat, the first film. I loved the, the we already talked about the video game. The vein, video game was amazing and we loved it. Uh Scorpion is my guy. And man, this movie was awesome. I loved it. I kind of didn't want to see it mainly because I'm coming off the tales of street fighter and you know how bad that movie was. Right. Uh, but Mike was like, no, dude, you got to see it, dude. It's hella good. So I was like, all right. So me and Mike went and saw it and uh shout out. I think, uh, yeah, brother Reg, uh, our brother Reg, um, uh, he, he went with us and, uh, uh, we lost him a few months ago. Rest in peace, brother, man. I love you and I'll miss you. Um, but, we went and saw this film, dude, and I came out of the theater charged. I love this film, and the soundtrack is amazing. And every time, uh, speaking of Mortal Kombat earlier on Facebook, a buddy of mine said, uh, "Well, what song will be playing in the background if you're fighting with your if you ever uh, fight your boss?" <laughs> and I put the Mortal Kombat, the Mortal Kombat song, and that's that song. When I hear that song. I would never find my boss because I love her. Um, but I was like, that song gets me juiced no matter uh, how many years later or whenever. Whenever I hear that song, it just I, I'm not the one for techno, rave, or whatever you want, trance, whatever you want to yeah. call that type of music. I'm not the one for <laughs> it. But damn it, when I hear this, I'm like hyped. Um, <laughs> I remember we were at some... Some kind of video game thing at Comic Con one year. I don't remember where. Um, it was at WonderCon. I remember it was in San Francisco. I remember it was by myself because Mark usually went with me, but he didn't go with me that year. But they had some kind of little after party thing. But uh, there was music playing and there was food and all that and drinks. And this song kicked on. And there was already people <laughs> on the dance floor, but like everyone started fighting. <laughs> it's, I mean, not. Not really fighting, but like getting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I thought that was awesome. But this movie is amazing. It, it's cheesy still. The CGI is not the greatest, but the fighting in it was awesome. My favorite scene is this: is when Johnny Cage takes on Scorpion. That whole fight scene is just badass. Right, right. I even like the scene when Liu Kang was fighting a uh, reptile in it. Uh, Sub Zero didn't really do too much with him, but I, I still thought he was a. A cool character i do want to get one of those um scorpion masks now that we have to wear masks everywhere and hopefully, hopefully all of you yeah. are. i want one of those scorpion masks like uh not the That'd not the awesome. cloth one like the one that actually looks like that um i have if you listen to the the, the regular episode where i was telling you i'm falling down the uh, the mask collecting thing i saw someone making those it's pricey but i might Ooh. i might pull the trigger and get it and it is one That's it is awesome. layered with the uh, the little fabric on the inside and everything and you can stick one of those filters in it as well so uh i need to think about it because i already pulled the trigger on two uh uh half hockey masks <laughs> already so uh i'm looking at it um i did see the just the regular cloth ones those look sweet as well but i want that uh that scorpion mask because that looks badass and um uh, I wish I was in shape like Scorpion, but nah, man, I, I love this film and the game is amazing. Every version of Mortal Kombat all the way back from the first one. I love the second one, probably my favorite. I do love the newer versions, but to me, they're a lot harder than just the, the, the directional button and the, and the two or three buttons that was on the Sega controller. <laughs> now you it's all crazy and everything. Um, 
But I when that, every time I get a chance, if I see the arcade version uh, somewhere, like uh, Santa Cruz or whatever or arcade, I'll play it because I love the game that much. And every time this movie's on, no matter what part it's on, I'll watch it because this this film is badass. Mortal Kombat. What'd you think? Yeah, for me, uh, when I think about Mortal Kombat, especially in the arcade, I think of when uh, we left the Bay Area and I we came to Reno, specifically Sparks for high school, and I went to Sparks High, r- right down from where we lived and right down from the high school, right where the Kmart used to be there in Sparks. There's a, they had a Gym Boys. And in that gym, boys, they had, of all things, Mortal Kombat, which is crazy considering what happens in that game. And to have it in like uh, a, a food place like that was kind of crazy. But uh, I remember playing it the most there. That's uh, my, my biggest game memory from Mortal Kombat. And that being said, yes, I was excited for this film. And you pretty much nailed uh, all the best scenes. And yeah, I really enjoyed it for what it was. And yeah, it's funny. Uh, I hadn't thought about that song in a while, but as soon as you mentioned it, I knew exactly uh, the beat you were talking about. Uh, it's uh, funny. This film is now 25 years old. Oh, man. It's getting old, everyone. <laughs> so uh, um, I want I want the, the mask, that, how he looked in, in the film, and I've seen those. But Scorpion has m- many different ones. Um uh, I'm on uh, Etsy. Is that what it is? Uh, a lot of these are just the cloth, the yeah. cloth ones. They they look cool, um, but uh, the one that I want, it's not on Etsy. I can't remember where I saw it, but there is some uh, sweet looking ones on here um, that aren't that much. So if you guys are mask collectors like I'm turning out to be, uh, there, there's always cool masks for whatever, but. Uh, I'm probably going to pull the trigger on one of these um, uh, fabric ones, but uh, some of these ones. Okay, this one this one looks pretty pricey. It's $65. It's from uh, the Scorpion version from Mortal Kombat 11. Um, ah, man, that's steep. Uh, well, not so much I paid for the Jason ones, so I guess can't be too steep, but I would still, uh, I would still get it. <laughs> I, I like the Scorpion character. Uh, that much so but uh mortal Kombat definitely an uh, awesome film and uh, an amazing game all right on to number five we're breaking the the top five and the video game is awesome it's <laughs> amazing still i still love playing it whenever i can but this is the 2018 film starring uh Dwayne the rock johnson bunch of other people Jeffrey Dean Morgan, directed by Brad Pennington, and this is Rampage. <sighs> um, shout out to the Horror Returns, uh, the Zisu and I. We shout went out. on their show when uh, we saw, and, and uh, as well as um, uh, Brother Joel, uh, we went on the show when they covered this. I don't remember what you said, but me and Joel said this movie was garbage. <laughs> what did you think? What did, I don't remember what you said. What did you think of it? Yeah, uh, for me, I'll always have that memory attached to this film going on the Horror Returns to talk about it because I felt like I was one of the only people defending it. But at the end of the pod, I did 
give it a four out of ten, which stunned everybody. They were like, you're the defender. You liked this film. And I was like, I liked it. I didn't love it. Like, I thought it was below average. So I felt like four was fair. And I, thinking back on it, uh, I do feel like that was fair. Uh, it was below average to me. I was hoping for a better movie, and I didn't feel like it delivered. It had a few cool scenes. I remember the uh, the airplane scene is the first thing that comes to mind when I'm thinking about this. But, uh, I mean, considering like what the game actually is, how it's that one screen and you punch down the buildings, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're, you know. You, you could probably come up with something better, but, I mean... As far as the game, like they weren't drawing from much source material as it is. It's basically, you know, you're just the the one of the the monsters, and you try to knock down the buildings. So, I don't know. <laughs> the game is amazing, and it's still fun. Um, I love when I play when I see the arcade version. I always have to play it. Uh, I'll play the the home version games. Those are just as fun, but. This movie just did not do it for me at all. I was just, ah, the whole movie. Um, I don't know. I wasn't expecting much because the, seeing the trailers, I didn't, it didn't even follow uh, the video game at all. I mean, there's no story to the video game. You're just giant monsters destroying uh, whatever city you're at. And uh, that was fun. I like those games. You don't have to think. You're just climbing and pushing buttons and destroying and, eating people and knocking helicopters out of the sky and stuff like that. Uh, it, it is what it is. It's just a time killer game. But this movie was garbage. I remember sitting in the theater and I remember Joel leaning over to me going, uh, <laughs> all this whole time. Uh, I love going to movies with Joel. He's just, I mean, I think he complains more, he complains more than me, but <laughs> He does. You're right. <laughs> Shout out, Joel. I, yeah, man. I love him, uh, Papa Joel. I love you to death. You know that. But, uh, yeah. I remember uh, the first time I met you, and that, like I said, when we, when I talked about that first uh, year we went to Comic-Con, like I didn't really know Joel at all. But then the way Joel was oh, complaining about this and this and that. And then, I mean, I had gotten to know you a little while, so I remember asking you, is this how he he's always been? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, okay, so but I mean that's probably one of the reasons I love Joel, man. He he's an awesome guy. I mean, I just hopefully uh at one point we can all get back to Comic Con and uh uh Can't he wait. brings his kids, he brings his kids. I, I would love them to uh, enjoy it. Hopefully, uh when my grandsons grandsons uh plural are old enough, uh I would love to take them to Comic Con to show them uh the stuff that I love and where I always went uh for vacation. But all right, on to number four. Yeah. This is a film that came out in 2018, directed by, that's a cool name, Roar. Uh, Roar Unthug, Thog, or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm going to change my name to Roar. <laughs> but anyway, this yeah, is uh, Alicia <laughs> Vinkender, Dominic West, Vikander, Dominic West, Walton Goggins, and Daniel Wu. And this is uh, the 2018 version Tomb Raider. Um, I didn't. Didn't really buy much of it during the trailer. We already talked about the game and we loved it, but this version of uh, Tomb Raider, I thought this one went way more with the game. Uh, it was a surprise, and I really did enjoy this film. 
I'm sitting there thinking, do I own this one? I don't know. I, I want to say yeah, but then I want to say no. <laughs> so but I would have to to, to look for it. Uh, um, if, it if it's not in my stack of movies, I, I'm, I'd just have to pick it up somewhere. But uh, I loved this movie. What did you think of it? Yeah, uh, I really love this too. We were already doing E-Society when this came out, so we did talk about it on the pod. And yeah, I really did enjoy it. Uh, this is based off when the series the game series was rebooted they they did a a, a next gen a current gen uh, version of the game that did play out more survivalist more rough and tumble than the original series and they matched that here and i thought it was really good and i wouldn't mind seeing it return again i don't know if it did good enough because i didn't hear um, about it getting any more sequels i wouldn't mind seeing it uh, that being said, I don't, I don't remember it being a bust either. And I mean, uh, these days, <laughs> 51%, especially considering how far we are on this list, not bad. So uh, this also, like the original Tomb Raider film, would be in my top 10 video game movies for sure. Uh, I want to say there is a Tomb Raider 2. I want to say I saw a poster of it like recently um unless it was just a poster that somebody made but uh yeah i, I don't remember hearing anything about it but if there is i mean i, I would definitely i would definitely see it because i did like uh, this chick in it but i do remember hearing stuff that she didn't want to do a second one if they did a second one oh but i don't know again okay. you don't know what to believe until it, it's made so right. i don't know we'll see but i did enjoy this film uh, on to number three. This is a film, one of the last films I got to see in the theater. And uh, I would I went yep. in there not really thinking much of it, but my son wanted to see it. And this is Sonic the Hedgehog. This was certified fresh, and I loved it. It is directed by uh, Jeff Fowler, uh, and it stars uh, James Manderson, uh, John Raphael, Ben Schwartz, and uh, the amazing Jim Carrey. And uh, the Tika? Or Taika or Sumter, I don't know, or whatever her name is. But um, did you see this one? I did. Uh, like you, it was one of the last movies I got to see in theaters. Not the last. That was Onward, the weekend before everything shut down. So I uh, did sneak that one in. But yeah, Sonic, I saw it in theaters. Uh, moms wanted to see it. And I'm glad we went to see it, especially considering it got to be one of the last uh, theater experiences that uh, might happen this year. <laughs> I have not picked this up yet. I think I messed up by missing the steel book, but I love, I uh, loved it. I thought it was an awesome film. I mean, I remember when the movie was over, I looked at Eric. I said, Dude, I liked it. He goes, so did I. So I'm glad that uh, it was something that we both enjoyed. I was pretty sure he would enjoy it more than me, but uh, I wasn't expecting much because if you guys remember the first images we saw of Sonic, it looked kind of creepy and everybody was like, what the hell is this? And, and this is what they're going to give us. Um, I don't know if that was just them putting something out to show us to, to get everyone to talk about it. If it was that, that was good marketing. And then they are they already had this real cool looking version of him anyway, because uh, I'm kind of leaning more towards that, that they, you know what, let's just do this and see what they say. And then we already have this finished version that looks exactly like Sonic. And then we'll put this one out. 
So I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But whatever they did, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Um, the, I remember we were in San Francisco in that, that one pointy building. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I was talking about that when uh, Eric, I said, hey, there's that building that Sonic and they were on top of. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then I said, that was the scene where I got dizzy because of the camera work that they used. They weren't actually up on right. the building, but it was uh, good enough CGI to make me feel dizzy. But uh, I really enjoyed this film. I definitely want to pick it up. I just need to get it. Maybe I need to shoot over to... Uh, uh, I didn't see it the last time I was in Best Buy because I, if I would have saw that steelbook, I would have bought it. But uh, if I have to go to trusty eBay and uh, see if it's on there. Um, did you pick this one up? I didn't pick it up. Uh, wouldn't mind owning it. Like uh, you, I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind having it in the collection. Um, let me see. You got to put in Steelbook because if you just put in Blu-ray. That's all you're going to see. Okay, there is one. $50, $60. And no. <laughs> so I guess I'm out of luck there. Um, I'll even buy just the cover because I know sometimes people just sell the covers for like half the price. I'll pay $20 for the cover. And I'll just buy the regular Blu-ray and, and just put it inside. Because basically what you're paying for is just the cover. You're not paying for anything special. The, the movie doesn't have 10 more seconds of it in it or anything like that. It's just the same movie. Um, so I don't know. Well, I'll have to look around. Let me see if it's still. If there's still any on Best Buy, I'm just going to have to pull the trigger and buy it. But let me see. Um, fingers crossed. There is, let me see if I can add it to the cart. And they still have them. Hmm, awesome. Well, all right, I'm getting that right now. Well, I'll have Sonic the Hedgehog Steelbook in my collection. Uh, I'll see if it's in town because I'm going to Reno tomorrow anyway. I'll just pick it up there. But All right, Sonic the Hedgehog, number three. All right, this is the film number two. I don't know about these number Maybe they're just going by box office numbers. I could see that. But as far as fandom, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu. Um, it's not the animated Pokemon movie, but how many Pokemon films have been in this in this countdown? I think over five. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be near five. Obviously, the first four were uh, animated. This is the only live action one for me. I remember hearing about this right when Pokemon Go launched. Uh, it was a huge hit, and they were like, oh, yep, it's a green light. We're going to make a film, uh, Detective Pikachu. And I remember thinking, like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be so bad. And then I remember seeing the trailer for this, and I was like, whoa. Like, they were, like, really nailing it. They were doing, like, the like inside jokes and really sarcastic stuff. And then of course, Ryan Reynolds ended up being the voice of uh, the Pikachu. And I was like shocked. I was like, wow, I'm actually looking forward to this. Oh, sorry. I was texting. Um, I smell smoke. So hopefully there isn't a fire somewhere. Maybe it's just someone outside barbecuing or something, but, um, yeah, we won't go into the game, but the, the movie, I saw half of it. And what I saw was cool. And I just need to go back and finish it. It was on 
Hulu or one of these streaming sites. I can't remember. But what I saw was funny. I mean, I liked uh, Ryan Reynolds as uh, Pikachu or the voice of Pikachu and um, the kid from the get down. Uh, I liked him uh, in this. So I'm going to have to go back. Yeah, definitely recommend. Number one, recommend I didn't finishing. see this. We already talked about. We already talked about uh, the game. Which Crazy. We loved Angry Birds movie two. It was certified fresh with a seventy three percent fascination of the game. Uh, I never ever saw any of these movies, and yeah, Crazy. would be my number one. Also, the two hour point uh, of this pod, which we didn't think would go very. Long. What is your number one favorite out of? Proper credit. Uh, the Tomb Raider films would be up there for me. Eve would be up there for me. Uh, what else? I think it's talked about so much would probably be up there for me. So uh, for me, I think I would actually go with uh, the 2018 Vikander Tomb Raider, as crazy as it is. I think that would have to be uh, my honorable mentions. Uh, Tomb Raider, I did enjoy that one. Other honorable mentions, of course, uh, the first Resident Evil. Uh, Ed, I did enjoy that film. Uh, the The original Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie, I did like those. Um, Sonically, be probably be my number number two pick out of, out of everything's in this. Uh, Pikachu Detective or Detective Pikachu would be on them. My number one pick would have to be the Embat. I just love everything uh, about it. Uh, the acting is cheesy and everything. The CGI isn't the greatest, but it's amazing. And I just love uh, martial arts films. I would definitely put this in, in my martial arts uh, greatest lists. Um, and I loved it. It was cool. Um, I think I love the game, video game more. A lot of these movies we talked about, I love the games more than the actual movies. But um Right, right. If you were going to pick a favorite video game out of these lists, of course, mine was going to be Mortal Kombat. What would yours be, your number one? I really love the Assassin's Creed series as much as I didn't love the film, uh, but it's hard to go against Final Fantasy because you get the whole range so even though once again i didn't like the spirits within um you get final fantasy 7 and 8 and 9 and final fantasy 7 remake so um probably that uh as far as uh, a future goes there is a candidate out there that's being made right now production is actually happening um some movies are back being made in tom holland is currently making Uncharted. And uh, me and Jade really love that series. It's one of our favorite game series of all time. And um, if they can even kind of get this right, um, that could shoot all the way up to the top of my list because uh, I've loved Tom Holland as uh, Spidey. So uh, I'm expecting big for things for him as Nathan Drake from Uncharted. So we'll see what happens. I don't care for that game, but I am looking forward to that movie because I saw a poster of it yesterday. I don't know if it was an official poster, but it, I mean, awesome artists that, that are Great out game. there. They, they might have just <laughs> made it their own uh, thing. But um, 
Uh, as far as if I have to pick uh, other video game uh, honorable mentions, my number number two game would be Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I love that game. And then I would go Street Fighter. And, of course, Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Oh, Street Fighter. Uh, Gotta give love. Yeah, Silent Hill. I love that game. Uh, Tomb Raider is an awesome game. Mario Brothers, the movie was garbage, but the video game, original video game, is amazing. Um, What else is on here? Max Payne. I thought that was cool. Hitman was a game. Uh, Wing Commander. I I love the movie, but I I need to find that game. (laughs) So, but... uh, um i think that's it everyone uh that was uh rotten tomatoes 43 video game movies ranked from worst to best i wouldn't go as far as their number one being the best but they're just going by assume crazy box office (laughs) um we already you know our number ones and uh what our number one games are uh and this was fun man i didn't think it was gonna take two hours but uh we went through it all (laughs) so that was cool yeah, forty something movies. Yeah, so. so definitely uh, an anchor for you guys to listen to, uh, for whenever you whatever you do when you're listening to us uh, yap about this and that. But before we go, I got to give a shout out here to uh, the brother Zisu. I think I mentioned this. I don't know if I did or not uh, on the regular show, but I did mention it to you that um, listening to the Zisu here's NBA check in as well as the the Mass Singer and Clone Society and all that on how. I've said it before. I think I said it at the, at the end of our best of whatever thing on how far you've come the podcasting to where I didn't say I forced you to do solo shows because <laughs> <laughs> I know those first couple of times I asked you were like, no, it's all right. I'll just do them with you. Uh, you didn't want to do it's it better to go to go off of somebody. That's for sure. But <laughs> you've done so many now. I mean, I love both of you when you and Jada doing them, but. When you're doing the the solo ones, you act like you know what you're doing, and you you've been doing this forever. And I do love the um, uh, what Jade said at the end of that last NBA check, and when you were just doing the commentary, you were you sounded like you were one of those guys right there uh, in the building watching them <laughs> do it. That was amazing. I mean, just that it was only oh. it was only a few seconds, but dude, it's it it I I was into it. I, I seriously, man. I'm not one. Nice. I'm not one for the NBA, <laughs> but I was, I was into uh, to your commentary because you knew the players, you knew what was happening. That whole thing of you saying it, I had that all pictured in my head. You guys don't have no idea what I'm talking about. Just listen to the Zizu's uh, last NBA check yeah, in here check here on Anchor. <laughs> and uh, shout out to everyone that's listening to those as well as your BBQ uh, Big Brother commentary and it looks like a lot of people are listening to that um oh good news. It, it's cool good it's news. cool man I, i'm i'm happy uh that uh people are, are digging that there is uh fans of uh that show um the, the 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 tv show as well as um even the mass singer those those numbers are uh are going up people are listening to it um but yeah Everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening to uh, this Anchor episode. We got a ton more, and uh, yes. we just added thank a couple you. more things on the list during this episode. So uh, more of yep. <laughs> more of this and that, more of NBA check-ins, more of BBQ. Um, you only did two episodes of that so far, and how how long is that show going? I know you said it on the regular episode. I don't remember. 
it uh we got the first one going because we thought the very next day they were going to do the cast reveal that didn't happen and now the premiere is this coming wednesday august 5th so i figure once that starts then we'll probably just you know come on as stuff happens either episodes and or you know some kind of news comes out uh at least of uh, CBS All Access, so it'll be our first time being able to have the live feeds where 24 hours a day you can watch what's going on in the house. So uh, considering you know latched onto, this will be my first experience with that. So I thought that might be a fun thing too, like once we are recording to like have that on in the background in case like anything is going down, you know, that might be a fun thing. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, definitely. And I would love to hear more uh, commentary if you're going to throw that sure. in episodes. Yeah. Um, but uh, everyone, again, thank you so much for, for listening to us here on Anchor, the E-Society Network. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if you're not listening to on Anchor, you're obviously listening to it on some other platform. And we're on many different platforms dealing with the, the Anchor. Uh, we, you can hear us uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iHeartRadio. Uh, definitely just search either MacNez or eSociety and have at it. There's, a, I don't even know how many episodes are on here. I know we're. Uh, it's a lot. I know we're <laughs> over the 100. Uh, oh, we're way over the 100 mark. Definitely. Uh, I would say if we're not past 200, we're close to it. Uh, and that's just on Anchor, everyone. Uh, you can also shoot over to the regular network where East Society, the regular show, is almost to 200. We're like, what, 10 episodes away? Yeah. Uh, to 200. Yep. That's right. And uh, just did 190. Yeah. You put all those together as well as anything dealing with the East Society. We're close to 500, I would say. <laughs> so uh, that's a lot, a lot of listening. If you guys are, are new to the show, if you've been with us since the beginning, thank you so much. We love you all and we know who you are. Uh, but if you're new to the show, thank you. You got a ton to listen to. A lot of yes. me bitching and complaining and a lot of the Zisu as the level head guy of the show. <laughs> uh, so thank you. And uh, but definitely uh, come back uh, for more. And uh, special shout out to Jade. Uh, you know, I love you. It's always good to hear you when you come on with us. And uh, I would like to hear some more uh, of Jade if uh, you want to bring back, um, damn it, the out of necessity. Was that what it was? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Um, I I would love to hear more of that uh, if you're you're up for it. Uh, but yeah, even even when you come on with us when we're, when we're talking about this and that, we definitely got to do another uh, up to the challenge uh, love society uh, again. Those uh, those two episodes were awesome. If you guys haven't heard that, definitely uh, uh, go back and listen to the up to the challenge, the the love society. Those were two awesome shows, and uh, I've said it before. One of those movies made my top ten of twenty twenty. So, um, going back to Pokemon really quick, I texted my son. Uh, he's 24. Yeah, he's 24. And I asked him if he still played Pokemon, and he said, yeah, he still plays it. <laughs> so Awesome. And he's been playing since he was a little kid. We already talked about all the movies they did, plus the TV shows and the billion video games that they got. So Pokemon is still alive and well. Uh, and yep. I still need to get Squirtle. I Squirtle, Squirtle. Squirtle. I've seen 
I've seen him everywhere, and I, I'll get him later. I'll get him later, and I just don't. So next time you see one, let me know. Oh, if sure. I haven't seen it Definitely. anywhere, I'll let you know. Grab it for me because yeah. I have not seen it <laughs> in a long time, but. Uh, again, for the third time, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll definitely be back with more. So until next time, party on. Yep, till next time. Have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society. Mm-hmm.